Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market afternoon charmers welcome back to another episode of the charming libra i am your host tasha and happy friday you guys you don't know how excited i am i'm so happy i get a three-day weekend i'm getting my hair done tomorrow oh my gosh i just cannot wait to be pampered gotta get my eyebrows done getting everything on point because me and my husband has a date at a beautiful restaurant so i want to be looking good i want to be looking sexy and i don't want to you know like my hair right now is just a mess like I did it myself and of course I like to have a little bit of a textured look like you know my hair is naturally curly so when I straighten it it's a little bit I don't want to say poofy but it has a lot of texture which I enjoy because it looks really thick and beautiful like a horse's mane but it's like after a while it starts to number one get really hot up under here because I have very thick hair and so I just want it nice and straight. I'm, I'm getting basically a um, wash and, a wash and uh, blowout pretty much. It, it's so nice. My stylist says it so well. So I'm excited. It's been a while. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm just so excited. And I hope everyone else is doing well. Also, before I jump in, I just want to say people are already taking advantage of the sale that I have going on right now, you guys. So I decided to put up a 10% uh, sale on my um, Etsy shop for Gemini season. I do this for every um, every um, sign, you know, I I'll, and I'm doing it for, um, it started, fuck, I don't know, is it like Monday or something? Started this week and it ends when Gemini season ends. So take advantage, you Gemini moons. Uh, you know, this is your time and everything else, but anyone can just take advantage of it. People's already been doing it. 10% off is amazing. I actually just put up a new beautiful um, aqua. It's not, it's an opal rutilated quartz, you guys. It has opalescence. It is beautiful lots of comments on it. I almost wanted to keep it for myself, but what is fucking new? <laughs> and so, um, it's up there and yeah, I think it's like 65 bucks. So it's beautiful. Um, I already had two sales already. Um, you know, like just yesterday, which was, I love waking up to that. Truly. I love it. So, um, shout out to people supporting me. And if you just want to take a look, take a look, you know, um, this is a wonderful time for graduation gifts and everything else. So take a look at Alari Sky Jewelry. I'm waiting to get more wire in you guys. I am completely out of wire. So that last thing that I just put up the opal rutilated quartz, which is a very powerful stone rutilated quartz is very amazing when it comes to not only um manifestation but it's a wonderful spiritual stone so anybody that's on a spiritual spiritual journey highly recommend but um 
yeah, so go ahead and jump up there. I have plenty. I'm thinking pretty soon. I, I just don't know how to do it yet, but I'm going to have a... Um, I have so many stones to wrap, you guys. I just have not had a lot of time. And with me constantly running out of stuff, I just haven't had time. So um, I'm thinking about putting the Scorpio collection on sale. Um, like a bigger sale, it'll probably be like 20% off maybe. Or maybe 15 to 20%. Um, it's definitely um, a, lot, a lot lower. So probably not that much because I realize I've been like slowly raising my prices. And like I said, you know, that's when you manifest when you have confidence in yourself, because people are paying it like even though some people complain to me about it. There's people buying it still because basically people are going to want to buy high quality stuff. And when you spend your money and realize that my pendants aren't in fucking rusting away on your chest you're going to understand why my, you know, why it is. I give high quality stones. I don't give you any bullshit. Um, I mean, I, I have high quality wire, like all the wire that I use does not fuck up. So like, it's a reason why for it. And I'm so glad that, you know, I talked to someone, oh no, it was the, it was the book that I had read that said that I think it's called manifest now. And, you know, it, it really was true when it was like, if you believe that you have to sell your stuff for so cheap because you feel like no one will buy it, no one will buy it. And so I, you know, I was like, you know, I have to make a profit. I'm running a business, you guys. Like, I have to be able to put money back into the business as well as make profit. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what's been working very well for me. So highly happy. But again, this is your chance to get off 10%. Um, so go take a look at Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. Um, that's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Again, you know, there's plenty of stuff up there. Lots of goodies for, I don't know about anyone else, but I've just been very connected to the colors white, lavender, and like a very pale, like I guess you can say baby blue, like blues. Um, I, and I feel like that just has, a, that, that just represents, you know, again, like, the the colors that are is what's I guess like therapeutic for me right now especially the blues the throat chakra is something I really want to work at you know I'm also reading another book called the archetype diet and I'll have to get into it a little bit later um right now I'm on a lunch break but I'm kind of like running a little bit because I had to record something else um for um you know like uh, sponsorship thing. So that's what's kind of taking up the time, but I want to try to get in, uh, some of the, um, you know, record a little bit so I can at least have some. So right now I'm like outside of training under the shade. I didn't feel like driving. I'm, I'm really exhausted. So it's just like my thing, just chilling. And, you know, I just, you know, this weekend, not only am like both me and my um, husband getting some self-care done, but um, I'm going to be going grocery shopping because I haven't went grocery shopping in a long time. And I've already checked in with my body, my intuition, and it is so ready for a huge detox, huge detox. You know, I just like, I'm ready to just, you know, get all summer fruits, summer's coming around the corner, spring, really eat more red, you know, like vegetables and fruit because that helps clean and balance the root chakra. That's what I'm like having issues with. That's the one I've always had issues with. And I realized that whenever it's out of balance, like just so much fear and insecurity and all that stuff happens. So I'm really working well with that. You know, like right now I'm on my grounding stones, my root chakra stones. I have like, um, I'm wearing, um, a, uh, Shungite bracelet because I'm working around computers so much. So I'm feeling a lot of the EMF kind of stuff, uh, like sickness. You guys really need to read about that. It's very interesting and you'll understand Chinese medicine believes in this. And so do I. So, um, that's why I, uh, I was like, let me incorporate a little, you know, like shungite here. Then I'm also wearing an, I think it's called an argonite, um, stone, which is wonderfully grounding and healing that I created for myself. And then I'm also wearing green tourmaline and green tourmaline represents a lot of like earthy, like healing and groundation and heart healing as well. So, um, 
that's just my thing. You guys know that I always choose my crystals of the day that I wear by my intuition and what my body connects with. And so that is what it's connecting with today. So you guys know this is the astrology, nutrition, and health um, episode. It's uh, it's a book by Robert Carl Jansky. I, I'm pulling from it. I was doing notes so I could better explain, but now that I'm like a... I'm wearing mini hats right now, and the student hat is going to get uh, put back on starting Monday, so I'm going to be working, I'm going to be running my business, I'm going to be um, also, you know, doing a grad school, and I'm so excited though, because it's the diagnosis and assessment class, as well as group counseling, so I actually have lab on Saturdays uh, early in the morning. So that's kind of taken up for the whole summer. So I'm going to be very busy. And so um, I've also, um, I'm also thinking about um, finishing up my, um, I put my um, astrology, um, what is it? My astrology, um, inter- not, I think advanced, my advanced astrology class on hold. Because I've been doing so much, but I think I want to get back into it. Because again, like I said, with this, um, with this book and everything, as we keep going, and I know I keep mentioning this, I just want to get everyone ready. Once we keep, once we get going, because like once Leo season hits, or once Cancer season hits, that is the end of the moon signs, and now we're going to be moving into like Mercury, Venus, Mars, and then once it gets out of the outer, the inner planets the outer planets are pretty much it's going to be pretty quick cuz it's it's all generational it's not like it's, it's something that ma- majority like a, a lot of people have it's not just like one person has this you know this placement it's a generation of people that has those so there's no point for me to drag it out a whole season so that's when we're going to start moving into more of a wellness and relationship stuff you know using astrology using it in our daily lives, you know, using it to lose weight, losing it to, to eat, you know, losing it to work out, you know, um, take care of our body, self-care, all that good stuff, you guys. I'm really excited, um, you know, like sex and everything. So uh, also starting Leo season, I have the new sex book that I can't wait to talk to from like actual, like, you know, like different people and their the the actual signs that experience what they find a turn on what they find a turn off what they love in sex what they find like all this stuff it's really good I'm really excited to introduce that because I don't know about you guys but I feel like the season sex books are not that great that uh, the uh, erotic astrology will go far because it also has Venus and Mars in there, the moon, the moon and Venus. I think it's like all kinds of different things. So that one will be used for a long time at least. Uh, but it's just so short, so it doesn't really go into that much detail, like compared to like the sextrology. Which, if you haven't heard the episodes of that, those are all season one where sextrology is about, um, you know, the what the signs like men versus women as well as uh you know um uh if you're um you know like gay or you know straight and stuff like that which that's what I loved um it it was very inclusive to everything and they would even tell you what like if you if you love like other if you if you like you know girl on girl you know guy on guy and everything um it tells you what they love in that aspect not just only men and women so I wish I could find another book like that but unfortunately, that is the only one. But if you haven't heard, I highly recommend to go listen to season one. Season one has all of that stuff in there. Um, I feel like um, health-wise, too, season one and season two have the best health um, book, especially season two, I feel like, because season two adds in like the herbs that uh, are represented by the sign, the essential oils, all of that good stuff. So highly recommend Um yeah, so let's go ahead and jump. Oh, yeah. Also, I want to make a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a registered dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. My credentials is what I have is I have currently a bachelor's in, in psychology, um, which 
you know, I'm working on a master's right now. So a bachelor's in psychology and I am a certified um, nutrition coach. So I'm not diagnosing anything. If I mention anything, you want to try it again. If I use myself as a guinea pig, I don't mind that because I know like I I, pra- I study like herbs and all, like I said, I have like a master herbology class that I've taken. I haven't completely finished, but I've taken and know enough about it. I read a lot about a thing about things. So I don't mind doing that stuff. Like I always make sure like if because I take certain medications, I always make sure that the herbs will not interact or that nothing will fuck up my, you know, like shit. So um, if that's you and you don't know all this stuff, highly recommend again to bring it up to your doctor if you have any issues or questions. Other than that, I am not diagnosing. I'm not telling you to do these things. This is just what how you use astrology for health and nutrition. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right on in. Okay, I know this is going to sound weird, but it's no longer Friday anymore. So happy Saturday. I had to go back to work, so I didn't get a chance to finish recording. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the book. So again, before, if you're just joining us on this wonderful series, um, I would recommend, and I, you guys, I am terrible at remembering, I think this is going to be episode five of it. (laughs) So once I start talking, maybe I'll remember. So if you're just now joining us um, on this little mini series, little bonus series, I highly recommend that you listen to the first four, I believe, episodes that starts this series. Um, The first one is called um, the Sign Polarities. Um, the house, um, the house, um, I think it's house polarities or house meaning. Um, I think house polarities, um, planet, it says plant. I am so sorry, but my phone changed the damn word. So it says plant meaning, but it really means planet meaning. So I apologize for that. And then the fourth one is aspects. Right. And then the fifth one, let me make sure I get it right. Oh, no, I didn't put my let's see. Okay, yeah, the fifth one. And then the the fifth one is the like astro um, theory, I think it is. Yeah. So this is number six then. So I highly recommend you listen to those first, because when it starts talking now, now we're into the whole macronutrients now right we're into the macronutrients uh we're starting out with protein and if it starts talking about like polarities and stuff that things that it's already discussed you're gonna be fucking lost I mean you don't have to if you don't want to but I just think if you want to follow along and really begin to apply this as we learn it would be the better thing or you can just listen to this episode and then go back and listen to those so whichever one they're there for you anyway. So again, this is from the book, um, Astrology, Nutrition and Health by Robert Carl Jansky. Okay, so let's jump in. So we're on chapter four, proteins and the diet. Okay, so in this chapter, we shall discuss the basic substance called protein and its vital role in the nutrition of all living things. Protein is the only known substance that is capable of what we understand to be life. The living part of all animals and plants is composed of protein. So protein is very vital in our diet. And I'm sure you guys have heard, maybe you haven't, that we actually, at least I can only speak from the American aspect. I don't know about other countries, really. Um, I'm sure there could be, um, I know I've heard of children in Africa Um, you know how they have those, um, distended bellies, like, um, you know, if they're like poor, their belly stick out. And I heard that, that I forgot what it's called, but I know that I was told that's from a lack of protein. And so I, I've heard about that, but I don't live there. So I can't speak on, on, um, that country's behalf. And I refuse to stick things in my, you know, like talk out of my ass, you know, if I don't really know everything, So 
um, I'm talking from an American aspect, but I know Americans, it is known that we, we are very low on protein. We don't get the needed protein for our bodies, you know, especially uh, to help us function at optimal level. And I know that protein, you're supposed to eat a protein, uh, it goes by a pound, um, a gram of one gram, a pound of what you weigh. So like, I'm not going to tell you how much I have to eat because I, you know, I'm overweight, but my goal, what my natural path told me to do is she told me to eat the amount of protein of the weight of my goal weight. So my goal weight is, I would say like my first weight, my first goal is to hit 150. So I'm going to eat 150 grams of protein and, you know, so forth and so on. But a lot of us don't really get that. And and I'm one, you guys have heard, I believe I, I think I talked to you guys about this, but um, I actually had a blood test ran and I, they were saying I was malnutrient, meaning that, meaning my protein was very low because I, you know, food has just not been, it's not fun eating food when everything just bothers your stomach and you don't know what the fuck it is. And I've been trying to get my doctors to give me an allergy test, which I thought I was supposed to be getting in a um, appointment a little bit ago. And they were like, oh, no, we're not going to deal with that. We just take the medicine is what they told me. That's exactly what they told me. I'm not kidding. You don't need to worry about that to just take the medicine instead of figuring out what's actually attacking my body. They'd rather just to have the medicine shed it off. Yep. That's, that's our healthcare system. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say about it. But, you know, I'm not saying all of them are like that, but it's a huge problem here in America where you're trying to tell people how, what you're experiencing in your body because you live in it, but because they think that science and knowledge is more important than what you feel, they don't give a shit sometimes. So and that's a whole nother story and I don't want to offend people. So if you get offended, I'm sorry, but this is my experience. I have been shit on in the fucking healthcare and I'm not kidding. Shit on and at some point almost dead from it. So that's the reason why I'm so passionate about it and I'm trying to figure shit out. But it's like, I'm realizing that I've been trying to do it on my own, but I I just cannot do it on my own. I need someone to help with me, work with me, someone that believes in Someone that basically practices stuff of the Eastern medicine, (laughs) you know, that I need that, like a really good one with that. And now that I have, like I said, more, you know, things to play around with, I am currently looking for that. Anyway, I don't want to go too, uh, too much, um, off course, but yeah, I just want to say that protein is, you know, very important. That's why I don't know if many people are still using calorie counting, like, calorie counting it's just to me it's not really going to benefit you because you can eat something that's let's say ooh this thing only equals to 100 100 calories okay but 100 calories of what sugar right 100 calories of full fat you don't know right if you're only doing calories you want to focus more on macros and micronutrients. That way you know how much protein you're getting from this particular food, how much of it is sugar, how much of it is fat, and really, really reading those labels, you guys. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump back in. So the living part of all animals and plants, oh, I read that. In the process of living, the protein in animal and plant cells wears out and must be continually replaced if the organism is to stay alive. Plants manufacture protein from amino acids, which in turn are manufactured from the minerals taken in from the soil through their roots. Animals obtain their protein by eating either plants or other animals. Animals that obtain their protein strictly from plant sources are called herbivores. Or herbivores, I always say herb. As for example, the cow or the termite, animals like the lion and the eagle that derive their protein solely from other animals are called carnivores. Those like man that derive their protein from both sources are called omnivores. So I know I want to kind of like, kind of talk about like a little like the pink elephant in the room. 
I want this to be all inclusive to everyone, right? So I know there there may be some vegan listeners, people who don't eat meat for, you know, certain reasons, and I completely understand. Um, you can also follow it. So obviously, as I mentioned, plants have protein, but um yeah, I think I'm just gonna leave that subject alone. I mean, I don't want no one, I don't judge anyone, but to me, um, I like I'm realizing that I'm malnutrient on protein because I do eat I do eat more like carbs meaning like vegetables and stuff like that and then not much meat I just don't crave it sometimes like I have to really like usually I feel like when I'm low on iron is when I want meat so I I had to make myself start adding more protein and I'm telling you now when I when I eat the right amount of protein I feel like I'm unstoppable so I highly recommend that if you're vegan, you're really making sure you're hitting your fucking protein target because it, it really is not, it, it's, it's not going to be healthy for you if you're not. And it takes way more plants and stuff like that to get your protein. And I know you have what tempeh and I think like, uh, what is the other thing that I like? Um, tofu, but they're also high in soy. So, you know, soy can sometimes mimic certain hormones or mess up certain hormones. So you just got to be careful, not judging you, do what you got to do to eat and whatever makes you happy and what works for you. Just my insight um, as certain things, just to be aware of that. Just make sure you're hitting your protein. Okay, protein is not a single chemical compound. It is the name given to a class of compounds, all of which are composed of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and sulfur. A single protein molecule is large in comparison to most other chemical molecules and extremely complex, containing hundreds of atoms of each of the five elements listed above. Only recently, by using highly sophisticated electronic instruments, have scientists begun to unlock the the secrets of the protein molecule. Okay, so... Uh, because of the complex structure of protein, astrologers have never been able to fully agree as to its sign or planet rulership. So from what I heard, protein is best, um, force is good for everyone, but fire signs, especially Aries, um, really thrive off (laughs) a lot of protein, like big time. So, um, that that's what I have read in other texts, um, ancient texts as well, is that Arians, um, fire signs in general, but definitely Arians, and I would say even Sagittarius, really thrive off um, protein. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, in this chapter, I will attempt to establish what I believe to do to be the astrological rulership of protein. But to do this and to understand more clearly what protein is and why it is essential, we must start at the beginning, how the body constructs its own protein. So protein, again, is needed for to make a lot of important shit, you know, in your body. And so um, that's why it's not good for me to have that, to be low on it. It's not good for anyone to be low on it. So make sure you're getting it. That's why a lot of people are realizing when they start adding protein back in their diet, they're feeling good, they're losing weight, they're gaining muscle, all of that good stuff. Like you cannot gain muscle without protein, period, right? And protein has many different kinds of, um, I think, um, it's either... You guys, I'm, I need to like start keeping back up on my like nutrition stuff because I like once I got my certificate, I kind of just like shitted it out. Like I was like, yeah, I got it. And then I just kind of chilled off of it a little bit. So maybe before I start trying to go in um, the thing, but it's just like, you know, there's just a lot of different certain chains in amino acids, put, uh, put it like that. And so I cannot remember, is it the long chain ones you want? I think, I feel like it's the long, I'm not going to say it out. I don't make myself look stupid, but when I find out, I'll let you know, or I hope this book tells us too. So it says composition of proteins. The body constructs protein from very simple, simple building blocks called amino acids. Just as words and sentences are made of letters, the body builds protein from amino acids. Coin. 
consistently, there are 26 letters in our alphabet and about 26 amino acids. 10 or 15 more are known, but their functions are not well understood. And just as each group of uh, people constructs its own language, each species constructs its own brand of protein. For example, while beef and pork are both basically protein, they taste different because they are not the same kind of protein. Each animal puts the amino acid building blocks together in a variety of different ways that are characteristic of the species. Sorry, I'm like about to choke. Fundamental to any understanding of nutrition and digestion is an understanding of how each living organism manufactures its own protein from the amino acids. To begin with, the body gets amino acids from the protein foods we eat. However, we cannot absorb this protein directly. First, because it is insoluble in water. And second, because the combination of amino acids is foreign to the body's protein. The protein we eat must first be broken down into its amino acid components, which are water-soluble and thus digestible, and then resembled in the body cells to form proteins that are characteristics of the human species and of our own particular hereditary pattern. So to kind of explain this, like, so when we eat protein, like, you know, like, so let's say, for example, when we eat fat, you know, you have too much fat, it gets converted, you know, and, you know, like stored, it can be stored. Carbohydrates can be stored the most, right? So when you eat a carb, carb turns into sugars. And then if you're not moving your body, it can, it either gets stored in either your liver or your muscles. Um, and then if that's all filled up, it just turns directly to fucking belly fat. So protein on the other, other hand doesn't have any kind of storage like that. So when you eat it, the body actually has to break that shit down. Like it can't store it. So that's why it's kind of nice when you eat like protein and veggies, because that way it's going to be used up. Like, again, protein, you don't want to eat too much of it. You don't want to eat too much of anything. I don't give a fuck how healthy it is. Like, even eating too much grapes, too much spinach, any of that can fuck you up. Like, I'm sure you guys have heard too much of a good thing is not the best either. You know, you have to have balance with this shit. Um, okay, so... All right, so let me see where we're at. Okay, so... No, um, okay, so no two humans are exactly alike and our body rejects protein that is foreign to its hereditary pattern. This is why transplanting organs from one body to another has been so difficult, except in twins of very similar heredity. In the first stages of protein digestion, which occur in the stomach, the protein we eat is broken down into the components by stomach acid and various digestive enzymes like pepsin. The enzymes continue this process in the small intestine. Unlike protein, the amino acids are water-soluble and thus can be absorbed into the body through the wall of the small intestine. The breaking down of protein into amino acids is a Mars process. Since in astro-nutritional theory, Mars always symbolizes process that break down complex compounds into simpler ones. Like all acids, the amino acids are ruled by Mars, right? So again, this is why I kind of mentioned how Aries is known as the one to be able to handle proteins the best because it's ruled by Mars. And surprisingly, Scorpio comes in second because that is also ruled by Mars. So they kind of share some of the benefits when it comes to what Mars rules that Arians do. So um, Mars is all about the process. It's all about building and breaking down those amino acids. So this person is giving it the rulership. So it says the resembling of these acids into body protein is a Venus process. Since Venus symbolizes the synthesis of a simpler substance into those that are more complex. Mars and Venus traditionally represent opposite in astrology. So again, This is why I said if you're just joining us to go listen to the polarities of that because polarities is huge just for a short notice for you guys. Like 
I, um, it talks about, um, house polarity and sign polarity. So let's say if you are a, um, Taurus sign, you need to be also reading about Scorpio sign as well. You need to be reading your opposite sign. Um, not necessarily the sun, but you need to be reading about Scorpio because that you express that as well. So again, I'm a Libra. I also need to be reading Aries because that is part of us. You know, it's a balance. You know, we, the best, the best way we are able to express and stay healthy is by expressing both of the signs, not just one. You can't be overly too Taurus. You can't be overly too Scorpio. You got to have both. And that way you don't get disease. So please make sure you listen to that episode. So taking this symbolism one step further, Venus and Jupiter are always paired as are Mars and Saturn. Jupiter symbolizes the end product of Venus uh, process. <clears throat> so Saturn, the end product of Mars's process. Thus, we see why Jupiter rules fat and weight gain while Saturn rules feces and weight loss. The body stores Jupiter's substance and seeks to eliminate Saturn. Waste products. Carbon dioxide, the waste product of respiration, is Saturn ruled. Pluto, which symbolically represents hereditary and all process of replication, ultimately controls the replication of worn-out protein by new protein. So Saturn rules, like, basically, I mean, not Saturn, Pluto rules, again, it says replication stuff. So this is where you look at, like, you know, like, replicating bad cells, like cancers and stuff like that, like, things that are not necessarily good. Like, anything that replicates is Pluto ruled. It rules the cell's nucleus, which contains the hereditary material that is the template on which the amino acids are resembled to form new protein. When something happens to this plutonian template, the metabolism of the cell, of the cell goes awry, and we have a cancer cell, which accounts for Pluto's rulership over cancerous growths and tumors. So exactly what I just mentioned. Do not infer from this discussion that Saturn processes are all bad and Jupiter processes all good. It's about time we eliminated these good and bad tags in astrology. It is good that the body eliminates that which it does not need. And it is bad. Okay. It is bad when we acquire too much Jupiterian fat. Saturn checks the excess of Jupiter. So, yeah, you want to make sure, like, um, I forgot what it said. The aspect is when you can possibly have obesity. I think it's if... Venus um, aspects Jupiter in a shitty way. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's that's what I got. So um, it's, you know, you got to look at the aspects and everything and really be in detail of what that can cause. And so with Jupiter ruling fat, um, it's it's easy for, you know, people who have a shit aspect to Jupiter to have some, you know, some weight issues a little bit. So to what planet, to, to what planet then shall we assign the rulership of protein? The only chemical substance capable of life for the answer to this question, we have to look at the planetary exaltations. What planet is exalted in the Venus ruled signs of Taurus and Libra? The moon is exalted in Taurus, but we already know that the moon rules all the body fluids. Thus, it is Saturn exalted in Libra the, that rules the protein. Saturn together with the moon ultimately determines the, the body's form and shape, including the skeleton, which is also Saturn ruled. Saturn then is exalted in Libra. Venus sign, while Mars is, Mars is exalted in Capricorn. Saturn, Saturn sign, Saturn ties that Venetian and Martian process together in order that makes sense. The sun rules the body's vital heat forming process. It's opposite the moon puts out the fire in that water dilute, dilutes and slows down the heat forming process. And perspiration cools the body. Jupiter, which is exalted in cancer, rules fat, which also slows down physical activity and dampens the metabolism of sugar, glucose, which is an essential ingredient in producing energy. We cannot understand the process of metabolism and nutrition properly if we hang on to the good 
and bad connotations given to Jupiter and Saturn by earlier astrologers. So if you read ancient texts, like I have, I have stuff from, I think, I don't know if he was called the first astrologer, but it's from Nicholas Culpepper. And he was like the first to practice like medical astrology. <laughs> like a lot of, a lot of that stuff, like Saturn is really, it's called the planet of maladies. Pretty much like if you have ill aspects to so usually like Saturn or Pluto and stuff like that. It's usually like, ooh, you know what I mean? Because they look at Pluto as the planet of death. So you got you do got to be careful with that because you'll you'll get in your head if you overlook that. So like, um, usually they look to Saturn to see what how it's aspected, what house is in. Like if it's in a house of health, it's usually like a yeesh thing. But again, it's all on you to take care of yourself. The amino acids. We have learned how the process of digestion breaks down the complex protein molecule and its component amino acids. These are later resembled in the cells to produce human protein, a process that is similar to stringing a number of colored beads according to, according to a particular sequence. All but eight of the amino acids are considered to be non-essential because the body can synthesize them from other amino acids if a non-essential amino acid is missing in the diet. The human body can ma manufacture it. The remaining eight amino acids are indispensable because the body cannot synthesize or manufacture them. So that's why they call them the essential amino acids, amino acids, because, yeah, those ones our body cannot make. So if you're not getting it in diet, you really need to supplement with it. So like I love fish, but I don't eat fish every single day. Therefore, I take a... Um, omega omega-3 or fish oil to kind of help you get some of those amino acids in there um okay so it says um the remaining eight amino acids are indispensable because the body cannot synthesize or, or manufacture them a deficiency of one or more of these essential amino acids in the diet soon has extremely harmful effects upon the body some of these effects are lowered blood pressure poor digestion and constipation mm -hmm. fatigue lack of endurance, bones that fracture more easily, excessive water retention in tissues, wounds that heal poorly or fail to heal, weakened hair and nails, lowered resistance to infection, anemia, loss of muscle tone. So if, you, if you're not getting all of those, which I obviously from the test are not, and this is a lot of the stuff that I um, experience, um, not good. <laughs> not good at all unless we eat foods or combinations of foods that contain adequate amounts of all the essential proteins normal body functions are impaired unfortunately the foods that have these essential amino acids are the most expensive and this is old book so i can only imagine now it's even more while we get protein from both animal and plant sources no single plant protein supplies all of these essential amino acids insufficient amounts not even soybeans so it says vegetarians please take heed and definitely vegans because at least vegetarians eat eggs and cheese again vegans just beware please make sure you're getting it from something foods that contain proper amounts of the essential amino acids include dairy products like milk and cheese meat fish poultry and eggs Certain plant proteins, such as those in soybeans, nuts, yeast, and wheat germ, do contain all of the amino acids, but the quantities of the essential amino acids in, in an ordinary serving are inadequate. To fulfill daily nutritional requirements, however, they are rich in other essentials and have an important place in your diet. Thus, if you choose not to eat meat, be sure that your diet contains plenty of eggs and dairy products. Grain products and legumes, peas and beans are also sources of plant protein, but they lack one or more of the essential amino acids. Mushrooms are the only plant food that comes close to supplying enough of the essential amino acids. So hearing that, I highly recommend if, if you don't like mushrooms, don't force yourself to eat it, but at least make an effort again to try to get all that stuff. Okay, so it says Neptune... And your diet. So this is, you know, 
it's getting dark out here, but I have enough light to see because this is the last part. Okay, so the average adult, the average adult meal weighing 155 pounds requires about 70 grams of protein per day. The average adult female weighing 125 pounds requires about 60 grams, 100 grams while nursing a baby. Protein foods also have calories. Many people on a diet, on, on a diet unless they plan carefully, may get less than the minimum daily requirement of protein while cutting back on the calories. So again, this is talking about a basic weight. Majority of people nowadays are not 125 pounds or they are not 155 pounds. So you're probably going to need more protein than that. So again, talk to your doctor, calculate if you need to yourself, talk to a nutritionist, somebody who can do that. Um, I do, I am a certified nutrition coach, so I do have a professional, um, um, meal, not meal plan, but where like I can figure out what, you know, like the macronutrients and micronutrients you need to either gain muscle, lose weight or maintain what you want. And it's a professional, it's not the bullshit that's online. Cause it actually considers a lot of shit that you do to get it accurate. So eventually when I start to work in that direction, it'll be available. Um, okay. So a good, careful, a good, carefully planned diet can accomplish wonders, but in, but inadequately planned diet, including many of the current fad diets can be disastrous. Virgo represents nutrition and good diet. Neptune represents our ideal of the slim trim body, but Neptune also represents deceit and it is in detriment in Virgo. Many people who are now in their 40s were born with Neptune in Virgo. Okay, these are like, I think I want to say our parents or our grandparents. Because this book is old, so it might be even, it, it might be our grandparents. Um, and, and this is the age group that is particularly attracted to fad diets. So true. Since they are losing their youthful figures and bodies. Don't let Neptune pull the wool over your eyes and deceive you. Now you know better. Oh, you say my Neptune is in Leo if you're in your 50s or in Libra if you're in your 30s or late 20s. Do I have the same problem? When, when it comes to diet and the proper selection of foods, we all have a problem with Neptune. However, this problem is especially characteristic of the generation with Neptune and Virgo who are so inclined to excess of junk Excesses of junk food. Neptune in general represents chemical substances that we ingest that are not meant to be part of the normal healthy diet. Neptune symbolizes drugs of all sorts, nicotine, alcohol, and many other poisonous substances. Thus, uh, these Neptune components are both subtle and deceptive in the true, in the true astrological manner. For most of them stimulate natural substances that the body needs. A few common examples illustrates this point beautifully. Caffeine in coffee stimulates adrenaline and its effect upon the body. It stimulates the release of glucose and spins, speeds up the metabolic rate. Alcohol stimulates glucose and is now believed that the body particular, that actually prefers alcohol to glucose is the basic, uh, basic process of oxidiz oxidization. So if you hear anything, my husband's out here working on his car. I'm in my car, but, um, I don't know if you guys can hear that because I don't have my microphone on either. So for alcohol too, will produce energy and calories. <clears throat> a single drug like aspirin turns off pain, but pain is a symptom of a warning that something is wrong in that area of the body. When you turn off the pain with aspirin, you are lulled into a false sense of security that whatever was wrong has gone away. So you see how um, if you don't, if you haven't listened to the planet meanings, Neptune rules supplements and medications. It rules anything again, as which it said, deceives the body. So again, we are going to the doctor and let's say we're like, oh, um, I have a pain in my leg. What am I going to do? Oh, we're going to prescribe you, um, I don't know, gabapentin or something. All right. So instead of getting to the root cause, they now gave someone a pill that helps with a severe pain in their leg or get, gave them Vicodin or something like that. Okay, now this person, like it said, thinks, oh, I just have to take this and I'll be fine. 
When in truth, no, this is an influence of Neptune ruled medications that are causing you to believe everything is fine when really everything is just going to get 10 times worse because you're, you're shedding off your body talking to you, right? So for me, that's why I would get scolded when I'd be in the hospital sometimes because unless I'm in severe pain, like I have to be in very bad pain for me to take a pain pill uh, to the point where it's going to cost me to go into like, you know, like certain things you don't want to like, you, you can raise your blood pressure and stress and have all this other stuff if you like deal with like severe pain. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm not demonizing it. By all means, take what you need to do, but start also figuring out what the fuck is causing that shit because you don't want to just keep taking meds and then the shit turns into something else. Like I have my mom's friend, um, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to mention it up here, but they did her, they failed her and it breaks my heart. Um, you know, like perhaps one of these days I won't go into too much detail, but I'll just tell you what happens when you continue to ignore something and the, and it wasn't the woman's fault. She wanted help, but nobody would help her because everything was looking fine and normal and they would just give her things to go on about life. And now it's to the point where she is not, she's, she's not, she can't do anything pretty much almost. So yeah, you just want to be careful with that. Make sure you are really getting to the root cause. That's why like for me, I'll take things, but I make sure I'm getting to the fucking root cause because I don't want to just cover stuff. I've had that happen before to me and eventually it ended ended in a um, emergency removal of my gallbladder. Not fucking fun. So um, let's go ahead and jump back. So food food additives trick, and this is processed food, you guys, us into seeing our food in another than its true natural state. Artificial sweeteners trick our taste buds and thinking into thinking something is sweet when of course it is not and may well contain no sugar at all. This is all Neptune ruled, you guys. The golden rule of the nutritional astrologer ought to be beware of Neptune and all the foods and substances that it rules. Most of these substances are harmful to the body in some way. Poisons ruled by both Pluto and Neptune are substances that interfere with and often destroy some essential body processes. Plutonian poisons and their sources are easily recognized like venomous snakes and lizards, scorpions, or poisonous mushrooms. Neptunian poisons are subtle and not easily recognized. The most insidious poisons of all, however, are those that interfere with protein metabolism such as plant alkaloids, heroin and cocaine, and heavy metals, lead. Neptune is in its fall in Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, which also rules protein. No one now living has Neptune and Capricorn in their chart, but planets in Capricorn aspecting Neptune sometimes have this effect. Oh, wow. Oh, no one's living. Oh, because I guess it's really old people. And in the 1980s, Neptune will again be in Capricorn. Those who now saturate their diets with with Neptunian substances may reap the reward of this body abuse at the time. Oh, man. So basically, again, I can only speak from the American way. American, Americans here, we're fucking ourselves. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We are fucking ourselves here i mean our food is mainly made of shit that rules neptune okay fucking fake sugars fake food foods that are that can sit here and last a whole year and not and not rot i'm telling you now if it's sitting on a shelf it's borrowing from your life i'm letting you know that now i will repeat that again if it's sitting in a shelf it is borrowing from your life. I, you guys, please take it from me because I got myself in this mess and really a lot of my issues were not from like eating like shit though. It's just shit that just happened for some reason, um, really. But still, when I go off in those moods, if I just want to feel good and I just numb out on fucking cakes and ice creams and donuts, 
it's not cool. And I'm not saying you got to sit here and throw it all away, but we need to cut back like a motherfucker. We need to go back to the way how our grandparents ate and our great grandparents ate. They ate from the earth, right? They didn't have all this bullshit here. So please wake up. We need to all wake up. You know, we we idolize fucking drinking all day and eating pizza and tacos and all this shit. Okay, yeah, this is great when you're young, but I'm telling you, once you get out of your 20s, that it's that's fucking it. Even in your 20s, like your body at the age of 25, your body starts going downhill and it goes even faster the older you get. If you're eating like shit, you're on a fast track to a not so long, healthy life. And I'm talking to myself here. I'm just not talking shit out of my ass. We all, anybody in any any country, but it's really our country, because so far I'm seeing everyone healing themselves outside of America, unfortunately. Maybe I need to be careful because people are going to start thinking that I just despise my own country, and I don't. I fucking love it here. But for fuck's sake, we need to get our heads out of our ass and start actually eating from the fucking earth like it was attended to. Okay, so sorry about that rant. <sighs> Okay, however, Neptune is an exaltation in Cancer, which is ruled by the moon, the natural astrological antidote for, for Neptune illnesses and problems. This is because the moon rules water, pure, simple water, which dilutes and washes away many poisonous substances. Urine is something more than a complex solution of substances that would in time poison the body if they were not regularly eliminated. Urea, the principal component of urine, is the end product of protein and metabolism. The form in which used up protein is eliminated from the body. Urea is probably ruled by Saturn, but urine is ruled by Pluto and Scorpio, the eliminative function. Urine also eliminates excess salt and sugars when their concentration in the body rises above healthy levels. Normally, the urine contains salt and trace amounts of sugar. Noted nutritionists, including Carlton Federicks, claims that sugars and excess salt in the diet constitutes the greatest threat to life and longevity in the United States. See, I'm not the only one who agrees with that. The fact that the body recognizes excess amounts of these substances as poisons, Pluto rules the urine and, and its contents Contents lends astrological credence, credence to Fedrick's theory. To sum up, protein ruled by Saturn is the only chemical substance we know of that is capable of life. Its building blocks are amino acids ruled by Mars. Adequate amounts of the eight essential amino acids are a must every day as part of nutritionally sound diet. Neptune rule substances, on the other hand, should be eliminated as much as possible from the body and diet. Since it is almost impossible to completely eliminate these substances, pure water should be included in the diet in sufficient quantity to dilute and wash them away. Remember, water rules the moon. Out of the body in the urine. Today, the only pure water is distilled water because pollution has affected all water sources, even high mountain springs. Ooh, so that is it for this, that section, you guys. I hope this was helpful for you. And I, sorry I went on a rant, but it's just, it just, it really just burns me up how much our food is shit. And it's just amazing to me how someone goes to Italy and they're eating the same food, but they're losing weight, feeling great and looking good. Skin's healing. Everything's healing because they make everything from the fucking earth. And it's just like, why are, why are we not doing that here? Why? So... I don't want to get into it because I get so passionate about it, but that is it. You guys, the next episode for this series is going to be carbohydrates and metabolism. So I hope that was helpful. And truly, again, please take care of yourself. Learn from me. It is hell trying to fix your body when you let it, when you, when you let the disease hit, when you let the issues hit, I'm working my fucking ass off and it's not easy. And it's like, Make sure you have like funds for your health. Don't, don't neglect yourself. Don't, I've started doing this now because again, as like now that I have a bigger thing to play with, I am, I don't give a fuck how much I have to pay. If these motherfuckers are going to heal me, I'm paying the money. So 
It's late, you guys. It's 9.31. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I truly love you guys. I really do. And that's why I'm starting this series because I think we need to focus on this stuff more. So much more. Um, I just want everyone to be good and healthy and stay safe. I love you guys so much. Again, if you want to support my shop, my crystal shop, please visit Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. I have 10% off the whole, you know, the whole store. So, you know, support your girl if you're interested and, you know, love yourself enough to just take care of yourself the best that you can with what you got. So love you guys. Have a great day. And I know I'm about to go and chill out and relax. I had a nice TLC day or self-care day. My hair is nice, done, beautiful, long, and silky. And I'm just going to chill with my husband and my loved ones, chew on some strawberries because your girl is trying to strengthen that root chakra, heal it, balance it. So, you know, if if you're doing that, it's good to eat foods and foods from the earth, of course, that have life in them that will um, balance out your chakras. So I love you guys and have a wonderful day or have a good night rather. Bye.